you. The Charlie Kirk Show. Where if you do not have a vibrant and sustainable middle class, where people can have many children, people can affordably pay for health care, people can buy a home and see their life get materially better. If you do not have a sustainable middle class, your country will deteriorate. And so that's exactly why the Democrats no longer want to represent the middle class in our country. They're almost annoyed by middle class voters. Charlie Kirk in Charlottesville, noon to three on Seville 1075 and 1260 WCHV. 434-964-1075. Good morning. When I go out. Yeah, I know I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the man who goes along with you. But I would walk 500 miles and I would walk If they need to approve this, I will be initiating recall procedures to remove the Board of Supervisors immediately. That is from yesterday's rally. Of course, uh, the Board of Supervisors, just like the school board, in an area where we can't chin up, at, and I can't say anyone uh, to run, because we do have a candidate to run uh, as a write-in candidate for the Albemarle County School Board, Randy Zacherson. Uh, but anyone? Bueller? Bueller? I mean, Steve Harvey is running for the Board of Supervisors in 2023. The next time Ann Malik in the Whitehall seat is open, unless he is successful. If they choose to approve this, I will be initiating recall procedures to remove the Board of Supervisors immediately. And they did. Unanimous. uh, Despite the fact that there are no incidents, this is a unanimous vote by a unanimous board uh, who is saying thank you to... Michael Bloomberg, who spent a lot of money traffic through Sonia Smith and Michael Bills. Michael Bills, of course, used to work for uh, Warren Buffett and ran his newspapers, started Charlottesville tomorrow. A lot of money out there in Ivy, obviously can afford their own private security, part of the progressive prosecutor movement. Because you know, you give the money to a friend to then give, so there's not like one pile of money coming from a Warren Buffett or a, a Michael Bloomberg, obviously. So how does this work? I mean, we hear about recall uh, in California. All these folks talking about recall in California. How does it work? And I'm going to spend some time running the grave risk of sounding like the paint drying channel in a moment. There are folks on the phone, uh, and I will uh, deign to you first because we haven't started reading Virginia law. Yes, it's Virginia law in the morning. Uh, how does a recall work? What? It, what? Because it, Virginia has a fairly uh, arcane and difficult process to even get a hearing on a recall, uh, and then a judge can just dismiss you out of hat. Uh, so we'll get into that. Four three four nine six four one zero seven five. First, though, good morning. Who's this? Good morning, Joe. It's Chris. How are you? I am feeling. I I am feeling that the more we do this, and I, and I actually honestly do feel like this is the fault of people like me, because the louder we get, the fewer people actually run for these seats. I mean, there was a time, Chris, where there was a four to two 
conservative majority on the Board of Supervisors, and it wasn't all that long ago. And and I feel like, you know, maybe I need to quit and stop doing the radio show, and maybe we'll get some conservatives back on some of these boards, because I, I, I don't know if it's correlation or causation. What do you think? Well, I think that a lot of people have moved here, especially in Dalfall County, that are not from this area. I think that's got something to do with it. But I'm you know, one they of them. Leave, they leave these uh, these big cities, and they uh, these big cities are run by Democrats, and they run them into the ground. These people say, "Oh, I don't want to pay the taxes and get tired of the crime <laughs> and all the problems that Democrats come up with." And then they move down here to Charlottesville, and then they bring uh, their same voting uh, techniques and their same voting uh, inclinations and their same policies that drove those cities into the ground. And when you have people that uh, that don't respect the Second Amendment and they're scared of guns and they're scared of the Second Amendment and they're scared of people that, that exercise the Second Amendment, it just shows shows me that we need to go deeper. We need to go into the school systems and we need to make sure that, uh, that these principles are taught to our children. Uh, these these women on this board of supervisors are uneducated. You know, I, you, so sad, but they are very uneducated. Well, let, let me. Too bad they don't understand what it means to be an American. You know, a, a listener actually responded to you yesterday, and and he wanted to know. I think he was concerned that you know he felt a little off put by you know why you picked on the gender of the board of supervisors because there is you know at least one guy. On there, uh, Ned Galloway. But but you know, uh, another listener was a little concerned. Miles wrote in yesterday. He's like, well, "Why does it have to be about being women on the board? Because uh, you know, if, you know unconstitutional is gender neutral, isn't it?" They're they're proving themselves. Okay, that's why I say that they're proving themselves. Are they are they strong advocates for being American? And I'm not seeing it, man. These Democrat women. And, and Democrat men as well, but there, there happened to be a lot of women on this board. And when they took that monument down uh, for the uh, for the uh, at ready, uh, it mm-hmm. showed me their spinelessness, and it showed me that they don't they uh, they're probably paranoid about a statue that has a gun in its hand, and they're probably paranoid about you know uh, the idea that people in Charlottesville fought in the Civil War, and they just don't understand the history because they haven't read it. And if they have read it, they probably read it written by Democrats that uh, don't really uh, <laughs> show the accuracy of what was going on, and uh, and they're biased. Mm-hmm. And and I don't mind people being biased, Joe. I really don't. But when you get in power, and you seem to be anti-culture of the of the area, and the only thing you can say is that somebody that that supports that monument is a racist or a white supremacist, it just shows your lack of depth and your lack of understanding of history. Mm-hmm. And uh, the only way to change that is to get into these, into these, uh, into these organizations that write these textbooks in, uh, yeah. on the college level and make sure that these textbooks are, are giving uh, the, proper, the proper idea of what it means to be an American. And, and it's, not, it's not happening to our children. They're being told to dislike our country, to question everything about our history and our motives and, and the motives of people back in those days. Mm-hmm. They're not giving the proper context for how how life was being lived back in those times. They're well, just applying look at the school today's board. morality. Hey, Chris, I'm sorry, go, go the, the school board yesterday approved the changing of Jack Jewett Middle School's name 
despite almost 98% support for keeping the name in the in the one public survey they did. So they're obviously not listening to the public. They're, they're doing this. Um, it's almost like, a, a, and I grew up in one of those big cities that you mentioned, uh, Chris. It was like when Rudy Giuliani was trying to bring down John Gotti, and they were using RICO statutes. So what they would do is they'd round up all of John Gotti's capos, and and they would either they would lean on them and they would bring like a dozen tri- and they would eliminate all the people around the 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 boss that would support him and that's what they're doing they get rid of Jack Jewett uh, we'll get rid of all these people so that surround Thomas Jefferson and then we can get rid of Thomas Jefferson it's like a RICO prosecution only instead of John Gotti they're prosecuting Thomas Jefferson they're trying to bring him down so they'll bring all his all his underlings all these people all of his associates down with him uh, and then then they'll be able to bring down Jefferson well you know um, I, I don't want to get too philosophical about all this but um, to me the bottom line is if you um, if, if you look at, at uh, how human beings have come about with their philosophy of living, and and you start seeing that uh, the benefit that these founders brought to the whole world, these these uh, ideas of how to get along with one another and how to restrain government, and you see the benefit that is brought to the entire world, not just the United States, um, and and then and then you start saying, well, uh, these men weren't perfect. And you start focusing on uh, on the aspects that they weren't perfect instead of the good that they did, uh, which totally overwhelmed their faults. See, that's some that's another part of the, of the of the discussion that needs to be talked about is how to verbalize this stuff to these people. These people do not want to listen to us. They're elitist. They think mm-hmm. they know everything. They yeah, think that uh, they true. think that they think that they're more perfect than other people. That they have a better. Uh, a better understanding of, mm-hmm. of all these aspects of human human behavior, and they really don't. You know, it's like they're they're trying to shut people down that disagree with them. Uh, Thomas Jefferson and George Washington would uh, would 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 challenge these people in ways that would that would make them that would show people how shallow they are. I and, hear you. Uh, and and that's what we need to do. We need to show. We need to talk to but, them in ways that that demonstrate how shallow their thinking is, mm-hmm. and how elitist and how dangerous they are. Hey, and Chris, when, when you start talking about, I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, you know, but you but you you make a, a very important point. But the only way they that they're showing any inclination to listen is when they're challenged at the ballot box. And there are no candidates running against any of them. We we only have just barely through all of you know creation convinced somebody to run for school board. One of the three seats on the school board. So it isn't even like we've got a, a, a maelstrom of, of effect. And maybe that'll change this week. But there's nobody running against them. Steve Harvey seems like the only person willing to challenge them electorally, anyway. Otherwise, they're just going to do whatever they want. They, they you well, know, they're, so they're like Robespierre. They've got the power now, and uh, and oh, it's uh, too bad you less miserables uh, because I'm just going to take away whatever it is that I feel like you know, polarizes you uh, and keeps you sniping at each other. Well, it's it's very it's very important to realize that these men, these founders. They set up a system in order to keep these people in check, and and the and and the, mm-hmm. the way the modern world is going now, these pathetic, shallow Democrats, 
they own the universities, they own the media, they own Hollywood, they own sports. All of the influence that uh, that they have in our culture right now leans toward canceling out anybody who disagrees with them. This is exactly what the founders warned us about. Yep. They told us that eventually these tyrants would show up, and and they and they hoped that we would be smart enough through our education to be able to verbalize and 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 coalesce around their ideas mm-hmm. and and propose these ideas in vast numbers. Well, and, and, and the, only way vast, the, the only way vast numbers of people can gather in order to to uh, refute these people is to be educated. You have to know the history. You have to know what these men were were reading. You have to know uh, who they were who they were yeah. referencing when they were writing these documents. But we also and have to live in the now. I don't now. know a lot about the Greeks. I don't know a lot about the Romans. But one thing I do know is that democracy fails. It fails, man. It, and that's what yeah. it does. In pure democracy, absolutely. People eat, people eat their own in democracy. Mm. Yeah, well, and our founders found a way to keep us they they found a way to save us from ourselves. Absolutely. And these women, these women, well, and these men supervisors, the Chris, these Chris, women it, and women and men, yes, in the Democrat I'm party, just trying to help you. Do not understand this, man. They don't understand that we need to be uh, strong enough to cancel them out. We can't. We can't look at their smiling faces and their feigned compassion and see that uh, they actually mean good for us. Mm-hmm. They don't. They want to tell us how to live. They want to tell us how to think, and they want to tell us that. If it's American, we're going to cancel it out. Will they ever say it in public? Of course not. Well, the other thing is Donna Price actually used Russell Kirk, quoted Russell Kirk while giving the big up yours to the conservatives. She actually used the scion of the of the conservative movement, Russell Kirk's own words. She said, "She said I'm I'm here to vote, you know, the way I feel is necessary, not just listen to the loudest voices in the room." Uh, I'm sorry, it's beyond that. You're supposed to vote, to, you know, by the Constitution and how it's worded, not just there what you, you feel. Is your, but anyway, I, but we have to live in the now. We need to run people against this. This is why Steve Harvey's recall campaign is important. Uh, this is why Randy Zacherson's uh, school board campaign insurgent uh, is important. This is why anyone else who wants to get a, you know start a write-in campaign, you still have time to. You don't get your name on the ballot, but uh, you know Sally Thomas. Sally Thomas won a seat in uh, the board of supervisors as a write-in candidate. It can be done, Chris. There's a lot of Democrats yeah, that are flocking into you know, Chris. There are a lot of Democrats flocking into places like Toby's and buying guns because of the defund the police movement and the riots and everything else and they're and they're realizing oh now i get it so let's win these people over let's get them in the tent and let's throw you know, the, you know what's the old expression throw the bums out uh you know let's yeah. let's well, let, when people are empowered by by history when they're empowered by the example that our founders gave it fights the fear and that's what these Democrats do. They use fear to keep people from stepping yeah. up, from speaking out. That's why I call into your show, man. Well, because I understand I'm not scared that, of them. I'm not scared of them. I don't care what they try to do. I think that the more that they do to, pe- to the, the show in front of educated people, the more they're showing how shallow and how absolutely in, uh, insidious they are. I know. And, but it's, we... and it's, it's, a, it's a big deal to know that these founders stood up. 
I know that they didn't. They didn't. They didn't allow but, the fear to overtake them. But they Chris, we need people to stand up today. Chris, hey, Chris, damn it, we need still. people to stand up today. I don't give they a crap about 1776 still. anymore. I need people to stand up in 2021. No, you're not getting it. You're not getting it. They have to be educated before that happens. They're still going to be scared. I, there are plenty they're, they're of educated, educated people out there. I, I feel okay. like I'm, I'm useless here, Chris. You and I, we, we create carbon footprint, but you, to use the leftist term, and, and we get deeper <laughs> in the hole. We're, we're like we're in quicksand, Chris. We, we, you know, we, we, we got to, no, no, it, it's this year, this year or never again, this year or never again. I'm sorry, I'm not prone to this kind of zealotry, but, but, you know, this is, this is another big extended, Middle finger from an elected group of people, gender neutral, uh, that that said, you know what, you're not going to run against me. I got no one running against me. I don't give a crap. It's like being in New York all over again with Democrats to the left of me, you know, the, the elected ones, and the conservative New Yorkers are like, I, I got nobody. I've got nobody. I've, it's, it's nobody to support. Nobody to vote for. When Michael Nutter won the Democratic, and that's a real name for a real Democrat, uh, Michael Nutter won the Democratic Party primary for mayor of Philadelphia. The Philadelphia Inquirer po- posted, "Meet the new mayor," because they knew. It, 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 but we've got to get out. It's not about party. And you know, and I was telling this to a friend at the Second Amendment rally yesterday, Chris. A bunch of years ago, there was a con- the core, the most core constitutional principle is the the sovereignty of private property ownership, and that the, the that the, the government cannot and no one else can take your private property away from you. And when that amendment came up for a vote, seventy five percent of Virginians voted in favor of it, despite a statewide campaign by the same party that supports Ann Malik and and Diantha McKeel and Ned Galloway. They they Ran, they ran a statewide campaign, and still 75% of Virginians set up yours, including 65% of the residents of the city of Charlottesville. They're, the conservative principles are in all of us, and we should be able to win these things. We have to stop rooting for the uniform. We have to stop being Yankee fans, or we have to stop being Dodger fans. We have to stop rooting for the uniform and start realizing that you know the next thing they will be banning is something that maybe you like to do or maybe that you do and they're going to ban that and that's what we have to win this year we have to yes 1776 and all of our founding documents have to be part of it but we have to you know we have to stop sinking in the quicksand chris my point is that the fear that these people engender in us to be quiet and to not take action against them is a result of the of them keeping our children from learning what the founders did. And the founders showed us and they gave us an example of how you're supposed to stand up to tyrants. You have to be able to put your fear aside yeah. and you have to be able to stand up in, in their face, which is why they're doing this stuff when the lockdown is, or, or when COVID's happening and you can't get in the same room with them and look them in the eye. These, these people do not want that to happen. Yeah. They want to do all this radical stuff when, they, when somebody's looking at a computer screen instead of being in the same room. That's what, that's what, yeah. uh, that's what patriots do. Patriots face one another in eye-to-eye. 
so that they can take the heat when they start making stupid decisions like this. You heard Ann Malik. Her whole rationale for this silly, uh, unconstitutional ban for no reason at all is because somebody saw somebody that they, and she said it last night, she said there were people who thought they had, somebody had a gun. They didn't even see the gun, and they thought somebody had the gun, and they got scared and they left the room. This is just such a Wait, I didn't have to hear her say it. I knew, I knew that that was the constitution of of these people. They, you know, they they think that they think that um, you know that it's that it's dangerous. And the only time that someone's armed with a gun when they're is in their dangerous and they're a law abiding citizen is when there's a crime taking place. <laughs> then yeah, they're well, pretty so, dangerous. Yeah, and, and the, that's, the and that's exactly what, and that's exactly what the what the Second Amendment was supposed to be for. Mm-hmm. You know, when the government starts to become dangerous. We must be able to resist it. And they are. And that's they what have the Second been. Amendment is for. It's not for hunting. It's not for sports shooting. It's not for hunting and sports shooting. It's for keeping the government in check. Yep. And that's exactly why the Taliban goes around to the doors yep. over there in, in Afghanistan and confiscates guns. Where's because my they don't want somebody shooting back at them. And that's the only reason. Bell. My bell didn't migrate into the new studio. I want to ring my bell for you, Chris. You are spot on, and I and I said it. Everyone else is like, oh, "Don't say that, Joe." I'm sorry. It was the first thing Taliban did. <laughs> you know, Ann Malik, Taliban. I don't know. You know, she's got less facial hair. That's all I know. Uh, I got to go. I got the news coming up, Chris. But we got to win this year. We've got to take all of that. And we've got. Oh, Carrie. Thank you, Carrie James has brought me my bell. All right, I got to run to the news, Chris. You have a good morning, sir. Take care, buddy. Stand up for dissident journalism. Dr. Lasler is on that plane. Why don't you stand here? Why don't you stop Joe me? Thomas in the morning on Seaville 1075 and 1260 WCHV. So recall, uh, not total recall, and, and I don't want to get into the debate of which total recall was the better depiction, uh, but here, uh, this it was yesterday at the uh, rally just before the Board of Supervisors said, you know what, none of you are running against us. So up yours. If they choose to approve this. I will be initiating recall procedures to remove the Board of Supervisors immediately. That was Steve Harvey, who was, and I guess still is, candidate for the uh, Whitehall District in a couple of years. Now, just for historical context. So Liz Palmer, for example, is uh, is not running for re-election this year. But four years ago, she received... 4,925 votes. Now, 2017 could be a, a tough year because that was the, the summer of our discontent. You know, that was the year that we had historically, you know, gobsmacking turnouts because, you know, the most scintillating gubernatorial candidates ever in the Commonwealth of Virginia, you know, just stunned us with our their brilliant oratory and their grasp of the the, the the body rhetoric and and just dominated the world with <clears throat> no 
We had two gubernatorial candidates, one that uh, Terry McAuliffe had artfully portrayed as a white supremacist, and the other one who actually had pictures of him either in blackface or a Klan uh, costume uh, as the savior versus the white supremacist. But the two of them were about as interesting as picking between wonder white bread and wonder not white bread. So let's go back the the four years before there. Let's go back to 2013 and the Albemarle Board of Supervisors, Liz Palmer, same Samuel Miller district, 3,715 votes. Dwayne Snow, who was the incumbent, only received 2,800 votes, which is only slightly more then John Lowry received four years later. Uh, John Lowry got about 25, uh, was it 2,500? Uh, John Lowry got 2,300 votes in the Samuel Miller district. Dwayne Snow received 2,800 the year he was ousted. Saw Dwayne yesterday at the uh, rally uh, outside the Board of Supervisors. It looks great. I, I'd vote for him again tomorrow. Of course, I don't live in the Samuel de Miller district, but folks like Liz Palmer and and uh, Ned Galloway, they don't particularly care where you live because showing an ID is racist. <gasps> Hold on a second. There's a story from the Albemarle County Schools that says uh, that Albemarle County Schools is racist, and I will prove it uh, coming up for you in just a little bit. Albemarle County Schools racist film at 11. Just as racist as the Texas Board of Elections is. But anyway, back to this whole recall methodology. So here's the bigger question. Not, not And I'll go into the details of how do the recall laws work in Virginia. Because they're, they're not as... You think California's clunky and not... California, you can have a recall on Tuesday if you call for it on Monday, practically, comparatively to how Virginia's work. But can the the conservative-minded, and this goes back to what I said to Chris at the very end of our conversation, despite an active campaign against one of the core conservative American principles, which is your sovereignty as a property owner, despite the Democratic Party of whom Liz Palmer, Ned Galloway, Diantha McKeel, Donna Price, and Malik, all standard bearers of a party that spent the entirety of a year campaigning against a property rights constitutional ordinance, uh, constitutional amendment, defending your constitutional rights, still carried 65% of the population of noted conservative hotspot, the city of Charlottesville. So you cannot, you cannot win the debate with me that Charlottesville is out out off the rowboat. Because issue by issue, sovereignty on your property, your right to defend yourself, your right to free speech, all of these core conservative principles, a law enforcement body that's there to defend your property ownership, 
By the way, the funniest part, uh, and, and again, racist, question mark? Uh, this is, uh, is this, uh, oh, which one of the CBS 19 is this? Anyway, one of the reporters said after their report on the story yesterday, I thought this was my favorite part. The other exception to the rule is for police. They'll be able to continue as usual. <gasps> the police? So stop the presses. Stop. Somebody call Michael Bloomberg. Somebody is it. Ann Malik. Ann Malik. Ned Galloway. Donna Price. There for the the. the Blue wall. They 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 are flying in the face of the rhetoric that says the police must be defunded. Aren't haven't we just been told for the last year that the police are the greatest scourge of the country? That we have jackbooted thugs marching up and down the street, ar- arresting brown and tan people for no other better reason than they don't like the color of their skin. That's what I've been told. I've watched MSNBC. I've heard them say that this is a scourge that must be addressed in the country, that the police are out of control, and the the, the, the Albemarle Board of Supervisors created a carve-out so that the police can keep their guns? Aren't those the people we're supposed to be the most afraid of? The other exception to the rule is for police. They'll be able to continue as usual. My God. From the governor's mansion to City Hall, all of the election 2021 coverage you need at the top of every hour, right here on WCHV. Got up and left when someone came in that they perceived to be carrying a weapon. They perceived to be carrying a weapon. So so now we we will infringe on people's constitutional rights just because somebody perceives that they might be problematic. And, and of course, we've seen this in the schools. We've already normalized this with the kids. If you're wearing a T-shirt that somebody uses the Western Albemarle Snitcher app uh, to uh, tell the dean, there's a T-shirt that I don't know what it means, but it makes me feel bad that I don't know what it means because I'm sure it makes it's mean. And then next thing you know, some honor students in the dean's office and they're getting their uh, scholarships denied because they got... Uh, a black mark on their disciplinary record because some kid narked on them through the snitcher app or whatever they call it all (laughs) right there because high school kids would never do that so now what what else you you drive a car that i don't like so i'm gonna pull you over if you drive a fossil fuel vehicle, can we pull you over because we perceive that you're defouling the environment? Anne? And, and Anne is a perfectly nice person. This has nothing to do with personality. I'm just sick and tired of me doing this, you doing this. You're out there doing your due diligence, listening every morning, and we're not getting anywhere. We're, we're sinking in the quicksand. We are sick, sinking in the quicksand. 
People out there get this, but they don't want to say anything. And since January 20th of 2017, there has been a, a concerted campaign to make you and me seem, you know, and, and, and are, are you sick of it? Are you sick and tired of being told you're a reprobate because you're not part of this team? And it's no longer you're in the party of Trump. You're just not part of the D team. We haven't chosen you as a member of the D team. So recall, Steve Harvey told everyone at the rally yesterday, and he may be mad at me for, you know, he may be sitting there saying, dude, 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 stop playing the clip. If they choose to approve this, I will be initiating recall procedures to remove the board of supervisors immediately. Well, and they did unanimously. You heard Anne, uh, uh, B. Lapisto, curtly saying it's common sense. So I was. Uh, so how does this recall stuff work? This is Virginia code, and understand, I'm taking great personal peril here, because you know, reading this stuff is almost as interesting as tuning to the paint drying channel. Today we have a nice taupe. And Jack has applied it with the traditional four-ply roller. (laughs) It's nutty. But I'm going to read to you from the Virginia Code what what constitutes the, the, the things you have to do to recall an elected official. It's not as easy as it is in California because there's there's a trigger in here that is not explicit, but it's implicit in here regarding you know how to rec- recall, say, an Ann Malik or a Ned Galloway. So Virginia Code twenty four point two dash two thirty three. Effective till January 1st, 2024, which means it's removal of elected and certain appointed officers by court. So understand, this is not a this isn't about voting somebody out. No, 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 no. Disabuse yourself on that. Upon petition, a circuit court may remove from office, any elected officer or officer who has been appointed to fill an elective office residing within the jurisdiction of the court, which means it has to be an Albemarle Circuit Court to do this, uh, provision one for neglect of duty, misuse of office, or incompetence in the performance of duties when they neglect that duty, misuse of office, or incompetence in the performance of duties has a material adverse effect upon conduct of the office. Uh, number two, conviction of a misdemeanor pursuant to Article 18.2. This is the Chris Dummler provisions involving the sale, distribution, to, to control substance or marijuana. That's what changes in 2024. Sale, possession, sale, drug paraphernalia, Possession of controlled substance like marijuana, again, that changes in 2024. Upon conviction uh, and after all rights of appeal have terminated of a misdemeanor involving a hate crime, such as determined in 52-8.5. 
upon conviction and after all rights of appeal have terminated of sexual battery in violation of, oh, I'm sorry, that's the Dumbler, Chris Dumbler law. Um, so here's, here's how it would work. So this is what Steve Harvey has to do. The petition must be signed by a number of registered voters. I presume that means we'll need to see some sort of ID. Racist. Registered voters who reside within the jurisdiction of the officer equal to 10% of the total number of votes cast in the last election for the office that the officer holds. So first, Steve has to get a petition signed, say, in Whitehall, with 10% of the total number of voters who voted in the last election for the Whitehall supervisor's race. Then he has to bring it to the circuit court. Then the circuit court gets a funny little thing in there. They get to decide whether they're standing or not. See, the circuit court gets to decide. The, the, the signatures only get you into circuit court. The circuit court judge can determine whether or not you have standing or can prove or whether they will even listen to you try to prove whether any of the subsequent, you know, the listed misdeeds actually took place. So, I mean, it's, so you've got a lot of things that aren't laid out in code and are pretty open to interpretation, especially by circuit court judges. Yeah, and, and you, you feel confident with them, right? Being tuned in means... Joe Thomas, now. The Charlie Kirk Show at noon. Seaville 1075 and 1260 WCHV. to approve this, I will be initiating recall procedures to remove the Board of Supervisors immediately. Does Steve Harvey from yesterday's rally before the Board of Supervisors and their unanimous vote to enact gun restrictions on county property uh, in response to... Well, in response to nothing, in response to a, probably a letter from Michael Bloomberg saying, hey, remember all that money I sent you? So we read into the public record Virginia Code, which was, I'm sure, for the listener, scintillating radio, 24.2-233 is the code regarding recall. I'm not going to read the whole thing again, but again, uh, upon petition, a circuit court, important part of this, a circuit court may remove from office any elected officer or officer who has been appointed to fill an elective office residing within the jurisdiction of the court. And there's a whole lot of criminal behavior, Chris Dumbler rules like sexual battery, misdemeanors, uh, drug possession, uh, but the, the first proviso is really the con conduct of office, neglect of duty, misuse of office, incompetence in the performance of duties, 
when that neglect of duty, misuse or office, or incompetence in the performance of duties has a material adverse effect upon the conduct of the office. And that's written by lawyers, specifically for lawyers, and you have to get, in order to even get in front of the circuit court, 10% of the total votes cast in a jurisdiction the previous year. So, and this isn't the total you should get. This is the minimum verified signatures. I presume you'll have to get an ID, racist. You'll probably be thrown out of court because you asked for identification, so you're committing a hate crime right there. So of the six jurisdictions in the Board of Supervisors, Steve, in his recall efforts, will have to get 725 bona fide registered voter signatures from the Samuel Miller District. And this is hard because, you know, that means 7,250 people voted, but you know, we, we don't know that they were all registered voters. We won't audit that stuff. So 725 signatures probably should get 1,000. Whitehall, 773 signatures. Jewett District, 437 signatures. Rio District, 554. And I'm sure you could get those. I mean, I'm not saying you can't get them. Rivanna, 668. Scottsville, 546. Now, if it was me... I'd focus on the ones that aren't up for election this year and and try to convince some people to run write-in campaigns against them. We're going to meet the uh, fellow right, running a write-in campaign for, I think it's Samuel Miller District, on the school board. We have a school board write-in candidate because the ship sailed like months ago. You know, it wasn't like there was a morning radio show host that has been honking on for like three years about we need people to run for these offices. Well, this is what I was talking about. This is why I was saying we need them. But, Joe, I don't want to be in the party of Trump. I don't care. Run as a freaking independent. Run as a constitutionalist. Invent a party. I don't care. But the reason Ann Malik and, and Diantha McKeel and Donna Price can act the way, gosh darn it, Donna Price dropped the big one. She quoted Russell Kirk in her, in her determinations that she was going to ignore the Constitution. Of all things, she, she managed to figure out a way to use Russell Kirk's own words against us. That's dark. I mean, she, she went dark. So those are the number of signatures you have to get. Then, once you've gotten those verified, and I'm sure the Democrat registrar in Albemarle County will be the one verifying your signatures, then you get into an Albemarle County Circuit Court. Then you have to convince the judge that, say, Ann Malik has either neglected her duty, misused her office, or demonstrated incompetence in the performance of her duties and and that had a material adverse effect upon the conduct of her office. Now, within that, you also have to define what the conduct of her office is supposed to do, easier in some cases than other. Like if you're the head of VDOT, you could probably say pretty tangibly what their job is. 
These are all the things that Steve's going to have to do in this recall. See, in California, it's easy. You just have to get to a trigger number of signatures, and then it's on like Donkey Kong. But here, here we want to we want to make it as difficult as possible. This is what I tell tell people: don't wait till after the fact. I mean, this is why I said this this morning, not to be intentionally salacious or to trigger you in any way, shape, or form. But I really, honestly, feel like we're wasting our freaking time here. I could sleep in, and and we might have more conservatives on on these boards. How we're approaching the 14th anniversary of this show broadcasting its first show. And we even had people on the Charlottesville City Council that were like, yeah, we got to create more jobs around here. We need more jobs. I mean, they they were Democrats, but they at least got the fact that you know you can't just keep spending money without tax generation income and economic activity, that ship sailed. There was a point where we actually had four conservatives, three actual Republicans on the Albemarle Board of Supervisors. Green County has been a puzzlement, you know, vote two to one for Donald Trump and can't get, you know, half of the Board of Supervisors conservative. I just bought a house in Fluvanna, not because I wanted to abandon Charlottesville. I I was looking all over the place. I was in Orange. I was in Louisa, Green. I would have looked at anything. Well, except (laughs) my wife didn't want me driving Route 20 at 3 o'clock in the morning. So, sorry, Scottsville. I love Scottsville so much. I love all the people down there. But my wife was like, you are not driving Route 20 at 3 o'clock in the morning. But so I now I am in a place where you know Mike Sheridan and Andrew Pullen are my representatives, so I'm not necessarily bent about them. We've got uh, Daryl Byers running for school board. Andrew needs uh, a little support on the school board, so you know he's not just uh, barking at the moon and uh, uh, Rittenhouse. So you could actually have three people on the Fluvanna school board. You know, right now, the place that was considered the least conservative when we started this show 14 years ago now seems to have the most conservatives. That's Nelson County. Most business-friendly place, Nelson County. And that's the place with an actual commune in it, you know? Come on, folks. We've got to to not just, and I'm not saying we do it intentionally, but... But calling and complaining on the phones of a radio show is not enough. We need to win some of these elections. And the first part of winning these elections is actually running in them. Like us. Follow us. Just don't touch that dial. What is it, hot? Charlottesville's homepage. Seville 1075 and 1260 WCHV.